couple of OAMs handed out, which I think is magnificent for people who just absolutely sacrifice themselves for their clubs. And this guy, well, had a pleasure of meeting him 42 years ago. He's been with the Sturt Football Club 43 years. Back when we were playing. Yeah, I'm telling you, when I was a kid, it was it was magnificent. He's put so much time into the Sturt Football Club. It's not funny. Nicholas Swingler, OAM, congratulations. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Stephen. Great yes, man. Well and I done. still remember those Till Cup days. So, <laughs> weren't they good days? Now, did you go? They were. Who was? Was it? Oh, I'm trying to remember his name. He was the head trainer, Curtis. Gordon. Gordon. Gordon Curtis. Curtis. Yes, yes. And, uh, and you went along with him. Uh, yes, um, he was a he was the assistant head trainer at Sturt to Doug Clark. Right. Uh, when I started in 1980, and um, I did a lot of junior footy. Um, through that period, and in fact, still do now. So, um, yeah, I, I remember those days very fondly. They were really good days. Great insight too. For you know, I suppose you, you got. I love the stories where somebody in the support staff starts in the juniors, goes all the way through the seniors, and puts in as many years as you have now. Forty three. It's just, yeah. it's just a journey that you see so much, and so much joy comes out of it because you you just interact with so many people. Yeah, look, I've never regarded myself as as just the the league head trainer. Um, I've always regarded myself as the the club head trainer, uh, and I still have as much involvement with the under sixteen and eighteen group now as I do with the seniors. They're just as important. Mm. Um, yeah, so um, it's become a way of life. I bet you it has over well, all of that time. <laughs> well, it, it it's it's selfless. It it's tireless. It's you're the first there. You're the last to leave. Um, God, you must love Sturt. You must love the people and working with them and, and helping them. What what drives you, Nick? Because this is an outstanding achievement. Well, look, I guess as a kid, I didn't have much choice um, when I was growing up. Um, it was either go to the footy. Um, in our house with with mum, yeah. um, or stay home. And stay at home got a bit boring, unfortunately. So um, I started going to the footy in 1974, which was a premiership year. year. Yeah. Um, and I got hooked. And then, of course, we won another one in, sorry, Tim, 76. Yeah, nasty one, that one. <laughs> um, lost one in 78. Yeah. Um, one and, and one bounce. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly that's exactly right. Um, and those days, um, it was like all pre pre AFL footy. Then mm. um, we, you actually had to apply to be a trainer. There was no guarantee you were ever going to get in either because Sturt had like a um, a long standing network of trainers back in those days. And when I first started here, there were fifteen trainers, all who had been here for ten years plus. Yeah. That's certainly not the case now. So fortunately, um, mum used to sit with um, a, a family at the footy and one of their husbands was a room steward. So sort of got in through the back door a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I got I got hooked and just couldn't get enough of it. Like, you know, it, it's incredibly intriguing work uh, and still now, like it's the sort of job where you keep, keep learning at, and there's always something new. Um, and I guess it's a bit different in SANFL because we don't have the 24-7 um, professional medical care that AFL clubs have. Um, I've got a network of doctors that I can rely on. I don't have to pick up the phone. But a lot of the time, sports trainers in SANFL clubs and 
community clubs, they're it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're presented with an injured player, and you you've got to make the right decisions. You, so. you do. I, I know you volunteer a lot for the state programs, which is great. A lot of it is honorary. You do all the after hours medical coordinating and that. Um, you've even taken to recycling cans and bottles to help offset the medical supplies. Yep. I, I yep. could go on and on, Nick. You're an absolute legend, mate. Every club knows you. We walk there. You're part of the furniture, uh, and OAM is just a um, recognition yes. for the brilliance that you do for that great club in Sturt, and I thank you for yeah, your time. Yeah, look, look, Steve, I'm not I'm not quite sure that the – I've, I've always preferred the quiet achiever role, so oh, it's, I know. Been a bit, it's been a bit overwhelming um, the last week. But look, I think it's the good thing is it's shone the light on the work of the sports trainers we'll in see. state league clubs and community footy, and it's also great for the SNFL because it's a it's a very vibrant competition that's very dear to my heart, and um, you know I've made a lot of friends through through state league footy, um, and and it's given me lots of opportunities as well. Yeah, so well done. Um, I hope it's here for a long time to stay. It will. Nicholas Swinger, OAM, long-time student, head coach and trainer. Un- outstanding. Outstanding contribution to our game. Just got a message from Squizzy Squire, Damien. And there you go. He said, what a great man, Nicholas. How good. Champion. Uh, let's go to Craig Scott, who also received a OAM. Let's go over there. G'day, Chris. How are you? Morning, lads. Uh, well, good afternoon. How are we? Excellent. So uh, you were the Goody Saints uh, president. We know that. But, geez, you've done heaps in the community. Do you know who, who nominated your mate? Did anybody, you know, who, who dobbed you in? <laughs> oh, I've got to find out. That's, uh, that's one of my tasks over the next week. Who, who actually dobbed me in? Mate, amazing career, though. I mean, 44 years involved in the community, the Goody Saints Football Club. You've done incredible things there. I know I did the um, Club's SA Awards recently, and you guys cleaned up yet again. And your inclusive uh, footy teams that you've brought in, as well as the female programs, you're real, um, I think, pioneers in that field. Yeah, look, I think we just got to the stage where the football department uh, was extremely well run, um, successful, Mm. And we really started to look at well, what, what else can we do? What things can we do within the community? And as a result of that, we noticed an increase in sponsorship and more people wanting to be involved and players appreciating what the club was trying to do for them as well. So it was a bit of a snowball effect. Gee, you're a, you're a big part of the community, Craig. A, a lot of your stuff is, is voluntary. You're also a policeman. But I, I see here Red Shield Appeal, the breast cancer and mental health education, um, the Hutt Street Centre. Mate, have you got time to do anything in your life other than donate your time to others? Yeah, well, I've got four kids. What does that oh, say? Yes. Oh, whiz. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what you're doing there. You're getting away from yeah. Uh, yeah, all the duties. <laughs> but but you, your whole life you've given to the community, even through your profession. Yeah, look, it's uh, it, it's the people that you come across. Like a really good example is the Hutt Street, where um, Amanda Blair and you, you know Amanda, yeah, yeah, yeah. she was on the management committee, and uh, she worked closely with Hutt Street and and uh, the charity work that she does, and just suggested that uh, we get a coffee machine and a canteen, and we get someone who uh, was a part of the Beans Talk program to come in and do as a barista. And it was great for the club, great for the community, and gave someone some skills to hopefully then go on and 
get a job somewhere and, and hopefully get them out of that, that homeless situation. So, you know, you just uh, surround yourself with, with ideas, people, and then they come up and, and explain something to you, and then you make it happen. And without Amanda, we wouldn't have had that program. So, yeah, well, they're, they're, they're really good things you can be involved in. You're a doer, Craig. Scott, before I go, I jumped on the website and looked up Goody Saints. I know you're a past president. It said you're still looking for a senior coach. You got one yet? Yeah, yes, we have got to update that uh, website then, don't we? That'll be another job. I'll get on to that uh, straight after I hang up. Um, you know, Ben Johnson is our uh, head coach okay. for the senior men and uh, Shane Pill is the head coach for the senior women. So they're, they're in Division 1 this year. So they've gone from um, Division 5 and won every year premiership oh, and now in Division 1. So um, Shane's a professor at uh, Flinders Uni and... and uh, uh, lectures on the level three coaches courses, so he's he's outstanding. Oh, Brilliant, Craig Scott. Congratulations once again. Thoroughly deserved. And uh, and also just a very side. Uh, Nick Swingler and I went to Doors Road High School. Oh, so, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Doors Road High School can be yeah, very so proud know, of. It. Still exists. Well. Doesn't exist, does it? Yeah. Well, well, no, well, it does because it, it went from Doors Road to Pasadena High. Ah, now it's, uh, right. Springbank College. So Nick and I regularly say that we're uh, old collegians. <laughs> <laughs> OAMs now. Craig Scott, well done. Congratulations. Well done, mate. Thanks, Thoroughly deserved. Chat. That is Good brilliant. On you.